Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello everybody, Sean McLaughlin here, uh, welcoming you to another edition of Failing Better. Johnny is hungover. He is. Hello, it's hungover John. <laughs> How does that differ from normal John, just for our new listeners? Mm, I guess there's a higher chance uh, that I will have to leave the uh, episode to go throw up somewhere. Low, lower chance of crying though. L- Definitely lower chance of crying. Because the thing about me, I don't really have the energy to do anything other than just sort of mostly talk until yeah. I get through my contractual obligation and then can go back to bed. So there you go. It's just another three-star episode of Failing Better coming straight in your old ears. It'll be fine. I think this. I think I'm hoping that me being hungover is actually improves me as a podcaster. And I think the bar is so low that that's got to be it worth coherent. A shot. It yeah, is worth a shot. It's got to be. I'm basically what I'm going to do from now on is I'm going to do every new episode of the podcast in a different state. Like one time I'll be underwater. One time I'll I won't, I'll just do sort of mime. What, we'll you'll you'll be in the ring with Mike Tyson at one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just be, because then we can count him as a guest star as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think also I'll 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 try and befriend. I think my only hope with uh, Mike Tyson if I'm in a ring is to, is fawning him. I just have to really give him loads of really good compliments. Be like, Mike, you're so strong. There's no need to punch you in the face. Why He'll can't like, you? Oh my God, yes, you're right. Why do I punch you in the face? <laughs> is that your Mike Tyson? I guess so. It must be. Well, I guess what I'll do is I'll say my friend's got quite an offensive impression of you. <laughs> why don't you why go do, punch my friend? Why don't you go punch him? I cannot reach that high. I'm notoriously small for a heavyweight. That's what I'll say. <laughs> asking Mike Tyson to punch Sean McLaughlin is like asking an ant to punch the Empire State. <laughs> so another five-star episode has commenced. <laughs> um, why are you hungover, Johnny? Because if you remember last week, and we we're only recording this the day after one of last week's episodes, we were—I was talking about how I was going out. You were going you, to Honest Burger with a voucher, and you were worried that I would have a hangover. And yet here I am sprightly as anything i mean listeners you can't see this but i'm actually constructing a, a miniature satellite as i do this whereas johnny is so hungover i don't even he's barely constructing a sentence I've, I've i've not even got my glasses on and i look i can see myself in uh, the video <laughs> and it's a harrowing sight i look like a sort of mole who's popped out of his hole hates himself and is going to bob back in a hole quite presently you look a bit like the uh, sort of a, the rubber at the end of a, a pencil <laughs> what do you mean? 
You just that's how you look when you when you don't have your glasses on. Well, I guess that's you know uh, I amaze uh, I amaze lies and misdirection with my truth telling tongue. <laughs> oh, I don't, I, I, let's talk about your truth telling tongue, please. Let me sick in my mouth a bit thinking about you. <laughs> this tongue is a magic wand. <laughs> this tongue is a quill upon the parchment of destiny. I shall write. I shall write a paragraph on justice. <laughs> it's very good. Both in the law courts and in the bedroom. This tongue. Between the between between the ballot box and the courts, and between the sheets. Um. Right. Shut the fuck up, Johnny. What did you end up doing? Because I um, I I had the night I thought I'd have. I went to Honest Burger. Can we run through when you handed him the voucher and told him you were on Live at the Apollo? What did he do? <laughs> okay, well, I didn't tell them I was on Live at the Apollo. Hi, I'm um, Sean. I've got this voucher and I was on Live at the Apollo and <laughs> I really would like to not have to pay for it, so I bought a voucher and no, I'm well, also on Mock the Week. None of this is how any of this works. None of this is how any of it works. I went, I ordered a burger, I ordered chips. I hadn't eaten chips in about three weeks. Bloody hell, they're good. Yeah, you look good. <laughs> I Sean then ordered. Chips. I then ordered onion rings, like wow. a dirty dog. Ha, but I had a lucky scent. I had a non-alcoholic beer, and then me and my wife, my wife, <laughs> um, went to get a divorce. Went to <laughs> Sean. It's over. Amazing for divorce. We got a inability to say my wife without instantly saying my wife. Constant Borat impressions, um, and I said, "Babe, I've got a whole range of impressions." Bruno, Ali G. <laughs> you said I'm taking everything off you. I'm taking the Honda. Yeah, I'm taking this onion ring. <laughs> I'm taking the onion rings. Oh. What? Um, um, so did you let me get this straight? Tell you to dive back into the specifics. Let me get this straight. You're you, telling me that you ordered a beer. No, you Is that ordered, what you're about to say. No, you ordered burger, chips, ate all that, and then ordered onion rings after. I went for onion rings somewhere else afterwards. Wow, that is. Greedy, you're a greedy. It is greedy. You're a greedy kipper. Thank you. Would you? Um, so are you a more of a savoury man than a sweet man? Because I'd get a pudding after burger and chips, but you've gone onion. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, as far away from a pudding as it's possible to be. The cake of the vegetable world. <laughs> is it a vegetable onion? <laughs> yeah, I think it's not, yeah. It's got to be. It can't it's be anything else. What, what the fuck else it can be? Yeah, it's not, well, it's not a it's legume, not a pastry, is it? Is it? <laughs> It's not, a, not a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> well, there it is. It's you know that game, uh, animal, vegetable, mineral. Jonathan plays a very different version of that game. Pastry, weapon of mass, weapon of mass destruction, vegetable. Maybe that was that was what George Bush was start finding in Iraq. <laughs> what an onion! Just a lot of onion rings. And they were saying, look, we just do not have the ability to manufacture onion rings. <laughs> Yeah, they just dug out Saddam Hussein was just in a beard. He was just covered in grease. Hang about. <laughs> what have you been up to, Saddam? Anyway, that was weird. Um... No, I, just, I think the star rating for this episode is, is plummeting. Uh, plummeting by the second. And then I went to the windmill in Brixton and saw two bands. Wow. And bought exciting. two pints. Whoa. Pretty crazy night for Sean McLaughlin. Very fun. Very when, fun night. When the band's fun. I love how much you go see live events, Sean. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'd, want to, I'd like to follow you in, in you doing that. What's the last live band you went to see? Band? Or live music? 
What's the last last live event you attended that wasn't one of your your own gigs? Well, I guess that's the issue, isn't it? When you've seen me as I do in the mirror every day, it's difficult for anything to to pay for anything else feels redundant and pointless yeah, yeah. and ridiculous. It really does. It's it like, really do, does. Do you yeah. think Stephen Hawkins is talking to me to about about science? No, because I don't know anything. It's like me going to see any other art form. It's 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 redundant. Yeah, it is redundant. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. It's kind of weird that we're even still recording this podcast because it's mm. such a waste of time. Because I mean, all I'm, we're doing is watering down your your sort of seal of quality. Yeah. For me, really, to be living my most authentic, true, honest life, I should just be walking around in a circle muttering to myself. And let me tell you, I do that quite a lot. But I'm thinking of rapidly escalating how much I, I wander around muttering to myself. Muttering to yourself. Pears the podca- are good. The, po- the, the podcast of the mind. <laughs> the of the mind. Coffee is hot. Unless it's <laughs> left too long, and then it gets cold. You talk genuinely like someone who Engli- English is their fourth language. Well, coffee is hot. Coffee is hot. Pears is hot. Pears is good. Pears are good. Pears are good. Coffee is hot. Tell me what's wrong. Are pears good? I haven't had a pear since I was about seven. Are they good? I I... remember them being quite a starchy fruit. I quite like a pear. I eat a pear. When was the last time you ate a pear, Johnny? Uh, I ate a a couple of pears. You could even say a pair of pears. uh, Just a few weeks ago. Fucking kill me. (laughs) Fucking kill me. Right. What did you do then, Big Shot? You were tr- you were worried about me being hungover. What did you get up to last I night? I just got accidentally drunk. You know when you you don't really mean to get drunk, and then suddenly I was ordering double double rum and coke. <laughs> I, I never. I always decide when I'm getting pissed to suddenly get on double rum and cokes. And the problem is, I can just drink about four of them in about. They're too nice. They're, 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 especially if you've got a sweet tooth. And I don't know why I get doubles. Because I knew I knew about this podcast, it, the night wasn't going anywhere. Like it had such a natural cap of like when the pub closed. But I was like, yeah, let's get shit faced really quickly. <laughs> what? Where? Where were you? You just at your local pub? Just at our local pub. Me and Sophie went out for a, a spot of food, and that escalated very quickly due to our maybe our inability to talk to each other unless we're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I wouldn't pick up that scab any any more than you need to, Johnny. True, true, true. Yeah, it's just we were just having a few drinks. But it was actually a very fun night. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was unexpectedly. You know, when you really aren't planning a hangover, and then you wake up and you think, "Why the fuck did I do that?" Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, I think it. That's the thing that gets me the most now is is the unexpected hangover. Yeah, because the thing is now hangovers can happen. Hangovers feel to me so random. Like sometimes I can drink a fair amount and not be hungover, and sometimes you can have like three pints, and you're like. Waking up to you groggy all day. And just... I, I'm not joking. I ate a pizza a few weeks ago and I got a hangover <laughs> the next day. My, my, my system has just collapsed. I'm, I'm like a, a laptop on the fritz and there's too many bugs in the system yeah, for yeah, it to yeah. ever... And some, it's like it's genuinely day by day. Some days it works fine and some days it's just... Mm. You can't even play Minesweeper. I've never f- thought about this before, Sean, but I imagine your gut health is... The worst gut health. Gut in the health. World. Yeah. Why do you think that about my gut health, Johnny? I'm just. I just can't imagine that your gut is something you've ever you've ever taken care of. I, are you? What are you talking about? I doubt. How many yogurts are you eating? Do you think that's a barometer for gut health? Yeah, I'm eating twelve yogurts a day. <laughs> <laughs> Never had a bad. My gut. That's perfect. My gut health is decent. I'm. A, I live. I live clean, bro. I live clean and I party dirty. That's my rule. That's my rule, bro. You want to come with me, bro? You got to you got to eat clean. Wake up. 
Lean protein. Lean protein. What? What? How lean are we talking? J- literally, just a just a pile of dust. <laughs> My dog's just come in. Hello, little dog. <laughs> Sorry, I've got distracted by my dog. It's all this like Lenny from of mice and men. <laughs> hello, and, um, little dog. Hello, little no, dog. my gut, my gut health's okay. I think I, it what, is. But how do you judge gut health? I've got absolutely no idea. I don't really know. Is what it how many poos is. you take in a day? Because I remember a biology teacher once told me you're meant to take three poos a day, and it's, I've never got over that. How many poos are you doing a day? It's all over the shop. Really? It's feast or fa- some days seven, some days none. <laughs> I mean, the key thing is some days I'm that, putting poo back get up out of that shop <laughs> ASAP because you've got to stop pooing in a shop. <laughs> Look, I've got a membership to my local pootorium. It's a local spot where you can poo wherever you want, yeah. no matter how many times. So if, I'm, if, got, I'm on, if I'm on my sixth, sixth or seventh poo, I'm like, I am a member here. Actually, I can shit wherever I want. How's your gut health, Sean? I thought let me say this: Do not walk around little today. <laughs> I would, um, I would potentially consider, you know, like we work, like sort of co-working spaces. Yeah. And they're all over the world, and they've got like loads in every city, and you can go on the app and look up where your nearest one is if you want to. And they've like hot desks. I think they they should do like a toilet version of that, where it's basically you pay a membership fee, and there are well maintained, sort of accessible toilets for you, for only for members. In various cities across the world, I think that's, that's a, a really idea. good idea. That's a good idea because there's nothing yeah. worse than a public poo, like a like a poo in the street. There's nothing, <laughs> worse. <laughs> nothing worse than doing a shit in the middle of a street. No, but you, I, I completely agree. When you have to use toilets, which are just used by, I would pay. I would. I would pay more than I think I'd care to admit to just know I have access to a decent bog whenever I need one. I think that's really good. I mean, maybe this podcast eventually becomes a, a toilet app. <laughs> that's, that's when this, when this it does feel like the natural together. conclusion. Yeah, it? I mean, we talk shit. Now we have somewhere to put the shit. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. Put that on a clip, Johnny. Clip Can't wait clap. to see that clip uploaded at 11.59pm on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's optimum king, time. The king's combination. What's going on? <laughs> a clip from Failing Manor. <laughs> We talk shit. Now let's take a shit. Subscribe now. Five star podcasting. So you, end, so you ended up getting hammered. Yeah. And I woke up at 3am and couldn't get back to bed. So, so I couldn't get back to sleep. So I've, I've, I'm running on about, I'm hungover on about three hours sleep now. So I think with all that in mind, I think this podcast is going pretty goddamn well. Yeah, I think that's the thing with podcasters. I think they need to be, um, well, not seeded. What's the thing they do sometimes when they sort of... Um, they stagger the handicap, you know? Oh, I see what you mean. So you're saying that you're like... Uh, you're... I, th- I think podcasts should be handicapped the same way that like horse races or golfers are. In the sense that, obviously, we are not going to be as good as like good podcasters. But keep in mind that I'm taking seven shits a day and Johnny's had three hours sleep. The handicap means that actually we're doing better than like an episode of... of Frasier. My, 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 Frasier. Yeah, that great <laughs> podcast. You fucking stupid twat. I hate doing this show with you. That was quite aggressive. That was sorry, that did, sorry, that was a bit aggressive. Listeners, yeah, yeah. I apologise for that. I think the thing about doing a podcast, I've said this one, but I think it's true, is all we have to be is better than someone's internal monologue. And if, if and we are. I mean, clearly, we are better than most people's monologues. Well, we're monologue. certainly better than our own internal monologues, but I don't think we should view ourselves as the barometers of people. Mm, that's interesting. So who are you? Who you're saying, who's the average citizen we're trying to appeal to? 
Hmm. I'm going to write up the. Mo I'm going to type into Google the most average person. The most average person in Britain. Shall I say? See who it is. Imagine if it was just a picture of you. So this is Britain's Mr. Average. Oh, it's on the Daily Mail. Oh no, I've clicked on it. I've given the Daily Mail money. Uh oh. So this is the average British person. So this is who we're going to have to try and appeal to. So maybe right, it's actually yeah, yeah, good yeah. reading this. Um, then we can target our content for them. So right now, let's find out who he is, and then for the rest of this pod, we'll target our content at this guy. This was in 2007. So right. so he's. we've got to remember he's now 16 years older. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever we've got in mind yeah. is 16 years older than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The average British person drinks three cups of tea a day. So he's 16 years old. I'd say that's gone up to four or five cups Probably of tea. Probably four or five cups of tea a day. Yeah, so he's a, he's a tea drinker. That's the key thing. The average British person believes in God. Right, so he's, religious, he's a religious tea drinker. Yeah. He's, he's more than £3,000 in debt. Yep, that, that adds up. <laughs> Has sex eight times a month. That does not feel like our demographic. No, <laughs> I, I think. Mean, I think a lot of our... I'm struggling to remember, struggling to find their sexual organs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the sexual organs of most of our listenerships are, and I don't mean any offence, but a write-off. Yeah, um, what is this for? <laughs> apparently they're caught on CCTV camera 300 times a day and drive a Ford Fiesta. It's going to be very difficult for us to sort of to, to, to sort of retrofit a lot of what we do into this. Mm, it's um, not very helpful, is it, actually? Because, and also, I like the way they say caught on CTV, so they, they're doing they something illegal. <laughs> I think maybe that's why they're having so much sex that we know of, is they're often having it on CCTV. <laughs> the average person is a porn star. <laughs> They've got a photo of the average family in Britain. I've got to say, I wouldn't want to meet any of these pricks. Well, I mean, the thing we know about the average Britain is they're sort of... Um, <laughs> They're twat. <laughs> dipshits. Um, the average, there's an average body shape, the most average town. The average person swallows eight spiders a year while asleep. I don't think that... I've heard that before. A year. Yeah, I don't think that's true. A year. Just, I can imagine eight in a lifetime. But what are spiders doing running into our mouths, the stupid little six-legged fucking freaks? They're, but they're eight-legged. They've got six, don't they? Eight. They're eight. Aren't they ara arachnids? Oh, you you probably know more about this sort of thing than me. I probably spiders. wouldn't. How many spi How many legs does spider? Well, I mean that that. <laughs> God. <laughs> how many spiders does legs have? Why am I so <laughs> thick? I think this this episode started. I thought really funnily, and it's descended into five. <laughs> they have eight legs. All right. The average British person swallows <laughs> sixty four spiders' legs a year, and that is what we're going to talk about. What's your favourite? Uh, marinade on a spider leg. Will it ever what? replace the drumstick? <laughs> or even the chicken drumstick? Well, I guess it's more... I mean, it's easier to mass-produce spiders' legs because there's fucking eight of them. So every, every spider, you're getting eight little little legs of them. There are insect restaurants now. People are eating bugs, Johnny. People are eating bugs through choice. As a vegetarian, would you ever, would you ever eat a bug? No. I wouldn't eat one even if I wasn't vegetarian. It does feel like there's enough good stuff. Like, when people are like, yeah, you've got to try a fucking locust. I'm like, you don't. I like, don't. <laughs> you just don't. I absolutely <laughs> don't. There's so much stuff. It's like, if anything, we're drowning in choice. The last thing we need is some awful shit choice that we can eat. 
that has no ethical... Is there any ethical reason for eating bugs? I guess they probably create less CO2 than a pig. Probably, yeah. So that's maybe why you eat them, to, to limit your effects. I just... But it's stupid. I'm not going to suddenly start eating woodlice. God, I would, yeah, I wouldn't I'm like not to. eating a woodlouse. And I've, never, I've just... never even been to bloody Bella Italia. I'm going to try there first. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, I bet a I'm going to go five guys like first. 40 quid. <laughs> One woodlouse is £42. It's a delicious experience. Would you? I mean, are you still eating vegetarian? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't eat a bug? No, no, no. I think if I was, if I was going to eat something like you, I'd just eat a bacon sandwich. That would be, <laughs> be how I broke the seal on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I, I just couldn't resist. I just couldn't this, resist this, this, lar- this larvae. <laughs> yeah. It was so well preserved. Because also, the problem is, if you, go to, if you go to an insect restaurant, you're not just dealing with the menu. You're dealing with the other clients, the other customers. That's so true. Who... That's so it is true. not the type of person I want to be sitting with. Yeah, just 40 people all eating a woodlouse. You think you're getting good conversation out of those fucking weirdos. <laughs> exactly. People in, who live in London or in a major city and have gone, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat a woodlouse today. I'm going to eat a woodlouse so I can feel like I'm doing something with my life. Yeah. I'm a sophisticated, edgy human being living an authentic life. No, you're not, mate. You're just a fucking weirdo. And you're, you're an eating... absolute putz. You're a mug. You're a mug. Oh, I'm going to spend £55, and I'm going to talk about the time I went to Secret Cinema, but uh, all they were showing was uh, bloody the Charlie Bit My Finger video. <laughs> good, that. I thought that was really good. Yeah, clippable content. That's clip-able where, Well, we're back. We're back. We're back, baby. Well, we're in agreement with that. We both, I think secretly in that in our hearts, we're both real centrists. You know what I mean? Like, we both, <laughs> like, we, we'd like to be edgy people, but really we just want to get a burger from Five Guys and... I don't Child really have it. I don't. I don't know what I am. I don't know what I am, but I want them out, and I think they need to learn the language. What does that make me? It makes you a patriot, Sean. Thank a you. Goddamn patriot. Um, have you been to the Karen restaurant near you? In the, is that what it's called, the Karen restaurant? Uh, Sophie's been to. I think it's it's basically Karen. It's where the the staff are really rude to you, and yeah. it's such a shit idea. Because what Sophie said, the food was crap. And then there was no way of telling them the food was crap. <laughs> because, because, like, it's basically the staff are really rude to you. So they'll sit you down and be like, here's your fucking food. And they swear all the time. And it's just, it's something just said it was just deeply unpleasant. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like, I feel like restaurants now, it's like it's such a hard industry. Like they're taking such a hit and it's become so difficult to make a profit that they're really reaching. So it's like, it, oh yeah, this restaurant, everyone's a prick. This restaurant, we only serve daddy long legs. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 short, just everyone likes pizza. Just serve pizza. But there's so many. I'd say, if anything, too many places doing pizza, and someone needs to do something else, particularly in my area. There's like four pizza joints, and they're all just killing each other. And it's like, just someone make a Thai restaurant. Yeah, but would people go to it? I'd go to a Thai restaurant. Would I really you? like Thai food, though, so I mean, that's. I like Thai food. Yeah, yeah. I like Thai rack. I like Thai food. <laughs> God, I hate that. I hate what I just said. <laughs> Sean, Sean you're self-hatred. It's coming through. I'm quite enjoying. It's so yeah. nerve-wracking, though, doing a podcast for the general public. It is. Well, the problem is, is that we're sort of trying to monetize speech or speech, like you know, and that's just not. It's not viable. Mm. Speaking um, of speeches, um, I saw uh, that film Air the other day. I've not even heard of the film Air. Actually, I was going to talk to you about this film for multiple reasons. Entertaining film. It's about the Nike Corporation in the 80s. 
Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And I've how heard, they yeah, yeah. and how they got uh, Michael Jordan to sign with them, even though yeah. Nike had like no, basically had no market share in terms of basketball or, or athletic. Basically, they were only known for running shoes, and that was it. All right, yeah. Which is very interesting because now they're like the biggest sportswear company on earth by a mile. Them and Adidas are still the big two, I think. Is that fair to say? I I have absolutely no knowledge, but I would assume so. The other two I've heard of the most. They're the Nike, two Johnny Adidas, on... and failing better merch. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone running the uh, the next um, the next Olympics hundred meters just has September eleventh was an inside job on it. <laughs> Bangladesh always wins. Bangladesh and running, always wins. <laughs> running for Jamaica. Bangladesh always wins. <laughs> Um, but basically, there's one of the guys. Um, one of the guys in the film has a copy of the "I am, I have a dream" speech. I can't what? remember the character. He was like a, one of the bas- He was like a basketball coach. And then at the end, it said, "Oh, it's real," and he wants to turn down three million dollars to have it bought off him. I don't really understand what you're talking about. I don't so either, had, to be honest. I started saying copy, it and I didn't really understand. He, he was copy. there He was there for the I Have a Dream speech. Or he was there for like the first version of the I Have a Dream speech. So the Martin Luther King version. The original version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not yeah. the copy. Not, not, when, not when Sting and the Police did a cover of it. <laughs> so he was there for that. And someone offered him three million pounds for what, for what though? For the, for no, but memory. he wasn't there for that. Appar- <laughs> apparently the I Have a Dream speech wasn't originally done when it was done. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. When it was, yeah, the big famous event, which I guess yeah, yeah. That, was that at the end of the Million Man I, March. I, yeah, I guess Martin Luther King had to do it in previews before He that. did preview it. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to say. He previewed it. I think that's astonishing because you always think, oh, these people, they just do speeches. He was workshopping this speech for years. I've, I've started a speech. I started in my new show, I have a bit where I say, I yesterday had a bit of a dream, I think. And I think eventually that's going to become my I had a dream speech. It just, I just need to iron a few kinks out of it. But then that's what I'm thinking of trying to this year. What, um, I mean, do you think you could just do the I have a dream speech and no one would notice? I mean, I, 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 basically, that's my plan. Yeah, yeah. It's not that well known, I think. I've, I've, you've got, when you steal, you've got to steal from bits of literature that people don't aren't that familiar with. And I think I have a dream. It's been years now since whatever he was talking about happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he was talking about, but I assume it's and all solved. It, I think it's all—it's probably all solved yeah, now. Yeah. It's all solved now. I mean, you've got people. The police are going to sort it out if there's any issue, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. so I think it's pretty much. I think it's like it's almost like they did. They must have just not had police back then because now we have police and they just sort everything out. It's really yeah. Good. Yeah, the police are great, and and I'm sure whatever Martin Luther King was talking about has been resolved by them. <laughs> we have a policy on this podcast, and that is a cab. Okay, all cops are brilliant. <laughs> We're pro. Police. We are pro cops, anti criminal. <laughs> Anyone who's ever been arrested or tried or gone to prison or been executed by the state has been a criminal. End of discussion. Yeah, I that's that's really all that's all mantra, isn't it? Is the police do not make mistakes. Yeah. If the I mean wh- how could they make mistakes? I remember one of my biggest moments of white pr- privilege I've ever had in my life. Um and I don't know why that's coming to my head because obviously the police and nothing to do with white privilege in any way in a great institution. Was, I was really high on uh, MDMA, and I saw a police officer in uh, on a horse wearing his uh, glow-in-the-dark, not glow-in-the-dark, <laughs> his, like, high-vis jacket. Mm. 
and I was high, and I was like, Yo, Jock, it's so cool, man. You've got a horse. It's wicked. <laughs> I, just started, I just started talking to the police officer. Where was this? In Newcastle? It was in Newcastle. Yeah. And I was, I was off my tits. I mean, he would have known for sure. He was just like, yes, young man, get away from me. <laughs> yeah, yes, young man. <laughs> Probably he's probably like our age now. He's probably like in his early thirties. Yeah, yeah. He's the um, he's the the average Briton. He's eating eight spiders a year. He's eating he's... eight spiders a year. He's having sex eight times eight <laughs> times a month. I just don't think the average British person is having sex eight times a month. I mean, I am obviously because I'm fucking cool and I've got a wife who loves me. But, um... <laughs> there was a lot in those positive lies you told. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> obviously, I'm having sex a lot and it's really good at that, and I make her orgasm and I don't yeah. need to. Actually, my penis is, is, is tired from all the work I've been putting in. <laughs> it's red raw down there. My penis um, is going on strike due to overuse. The average man is five foot nine and a half inches tall, and the average woman has a 36C bust. What Ooh. is going on? <laughs> what is this? So, the, but this, once we've got this good demographic information, then we can we can really um, get or we can really focus in on our target demographic and make our content align with their values, their worldview. So they're religious. They're banging nonstop. They love eating spiders, and they're much much smaller than t- there. Sean was the same height as the average Briton when he was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only time I've not been stared at on the street by strangers when I was four, and that's when people thought that I was like a middle-aged accountant. <laughs> there's a, you, there's... <laughs> you weren't burned in a normal way. You, you like to have to fall out there, <laughs> You just stepped out of your mum's womb. Yeah, yeah, stepped out. Microphone in hand. I was podcasting from day one. It's Netflix special. Look at this baby dog. <laughs> Look at, this, look at this absolutely eno- enormous, chi- <laughs> this enormous child. He's podcasting up a storm. Here we go. How to spot if your husband is average. He is 40 years old. He is, <laughs> he, so he is married with two children. He has a 37-inch waist. He weighs 13 stone. So we're not, I'm not normal in any way yet. 37-inch waist. I think that's quite big. Surely that's pro- fat. That is fat. Yeah, you'd weigh probably more than 13 stone, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, size 10 feet. He knows the words to God save the Queen. <laughs> I don't know the words to God save the Queen. I don't know. Should we end this, should we end this podcast by singing God save the Queen? Well, I end every podcast by singing it, at least <laughs> internally. Um, I end every conversation by singing it. <laughs> oh, thank the- you for the directions. I will now serenade you with God save the Queen. <laughs> God. God. It, it must be God save the king now, mustn't it? God save our gracious king. God save our holy king. I've got no idea. God save I the mean... king. Send him victorious. Oh, happy, happy and glorious. Long to reign over us. God save the king. Should we give it a go? Is this the end of Well, I think we've just done it. God save our The average British... All right, you right, you sing it, and I'll keep reading out facts about this, the average you, British man. Yeah, this man. is perfect. You're, you're, you're giving us what we are, and I'm giving them the hopeful symbolism that yes. uh, epitomises our nation. And then we'll we'll make you can make a clip of it, and you can sort of just have a montage of like famous British, yeah. like 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 a d- drone shot of Westminster Abbey, Churchill, Thatcher, Churchill, Ian yeah. Sutcliffe, all the goodies, yeah, Chessington World of Adventures, <laughs> Stonehenge, <Talkie. laughs> Cheddar Gorge. Um, 
God so, save uh, the average British person owns 22 pair of socks, spends 45 hours a year on hold on the phone. The average British man thinks he's a good driver. He hates Brussels sprouts. He owns his own home, worth between 190,000 and 210,000. He earns £23,556 a year. Keep in mind, uh, this was in 2007, so inflation has probably hit him. The average Briton has more than 80 contacts on his mobile phone. He owns a copy of Queen's Greatest Hits. He eats 35,000 biscuits during his lifetime. 35,000 biscuits? That's a lot, isn't it? That's fucking loads. How many, how many days are there in an average life? 365 days, you live to like... 80, 3,600. Yeah, that does check out, actually. <laughs> yeah, checks out. <laughs> the average British person does less than 30 minutes exercise per week. And right. believes in God. Frustrating, <laughs> frustratingly, his car turns out to be the Vauxhall Sephira. Oh, my God. I have no idea what that means. I don't either. Do you think, I don't think now most British people believe in God. Do you think we're both, we're post God as a as a country? Well, I guess in like, uh, I guess in Muslim communities and obviously like in Muslim communities, obviously, <laughs> I guess in Muslim communities they tend to believe in God. I think yeah, down the mosque they're probably um, they're probably quite adamant that he's there. I look, I'm going to be honest with you. I was raised Roman Catholic. Yeah, and so I think if you believe in the Church of England. You don't really believe in God. I don't wow. actually view that as a religion. And I know it's weird for me to say that, but... You believe... See, it's a cult. I think the Church of England is like... It's like it's like you may as well just go, oh, we're having a, fa- a school fair because to show our love of God. What? Yeah. No. What you need to do is go to a church and look at a paedophile, call you a prick <laughs> for an hour every Sunday. That is what religion is. And if you're not... And I do that. And even if I can't go to church, I just turn on the news... And I find a pedo, and I look for I look for footage of a noted of like Rolf Harris telling me off or something like that. And, go, Good. and that's how I spiritually yeah. center myself. You you find Rolf Harris on YouTube, you mute him, and then you just tell him all your sins that week. <laughs> go Rolf, Rolf, I've been a bad boy. I've eaten thirty six thousand biscuits <laughs> this week. That's above average. And I'm hardly walking. I'm doing no exercise, Rolf. I'm doing no exercise, Rolfie. Anyway, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sharp U-turn towards paedophilia at the end. It's just shocking to everyone. <laughs> what was? The U-turn to paedophilia at the end. Well, as always, it's failing better, isn't it? That's what we do. <laughs> With a um, pedo podcast. <laughs> look, it is a great day for Britain. We love our country. We are patriots. <laughs> We love this fucking country. I love everything about it. I love the bingo halls. I love vomit on the pavement. I love it all. I love, yeah, the alcoholism, the inability for us to feel our emotions, our hatred of foreigners and the poor. Truly, we are the greatest country in the world. Um, right, we should go. Thank you so much, everyone. Sign up to the Patreon if you want. Patreon.com slash failing better. Also... Listen to Friday's episode because we might have a suggestion for a little live podcast. Uh oh. Should we talk about it in the next one? Definitely, yeah, let's do that. All right. Um, and give us a nice review and thank you again. And um, yes. God save the king. God save the king.
And the king of podcasting, us two. The kings of podcasting. King and queen of podcasting, that's what they call us. (laughs) I'm Charles, Johnny's Camilla, and we are going all the way to the palace of podcasts. Bye, everyone. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.